The world is a big and magical place, and Jason and Colin are your guides. So grab a bucket of pixie dust, because this is Disney World with sass and no strollers. And here are your two fairy godfathers. Thank you, Mr. Announcer Man. Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode 16 of Two Fairy Godfathers. I'm Jason Matheson. I'm Colin Matheson. Again, episode 16. Thanks for hanging with us, everybody. We're going to have some fun with this one because we're talking about one of our favorite places uh, in all of Walt Disney World. But first, don't forget, find us uh, each Monday on Podcast One. You can also find us on uh, uh, Apple Podcast and on Spotify. So let's just get right to it for our topic for today. Oh, that didn't work. Let me try that again, Jace. There we go. Tinkerbell was a little, uh, Tinkerbell stayed out late last night. She didn't know when to do. Uh, today's topic is all about Disney Springs, why we love Disney Springs. And we do. We're there a lot. Yeah. I mean, it's where you go at night, especially. Yeah, seriously. It's basically, you know, Disney Springs is really, well, Kyle, you describe what is it? It's basically a huge glorified shopping center. <laughs> I'm sorry. I almost choked on my. <laughs> I know. Did something I say funny? I don't know. Well, it's a little more than that. What's, okay, then what, what would... I'm breaking it down to the baseline. Yeah, you kind of are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that it, though? Well, it's got everything. It's got entertainment. It's got restaurants. It's got... I events. Mean, events. It's got everything you need. Yeah, literally. It's, Shopping. It's another park that you don't need a ticket for, and it's really... You know, they've had different iterations. It used to be called Downtown Disney. Before that, it was like Pleasure Island. This is probably the most, well, not probably, it is the most successful concept they've done. It's grown so much. And again, just in the seven years we've been going with any regularity, it's tripled in size. Oh, easily. From downtown Disney back in that day, what is now, I think they call, I don't even know what they call that end of it anymore, Market, mar- the marketplace? I think of the marketplace, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's divided into several areas. Y'all don't need to know that. I mean, as you're walking around, you're not going to be like, Oh, Henry, we're now in the marketplace. No, the only reason you need to know it is if you're getting dropped off by like a, an Uber or a Lyft, you can pick one of two pickup spots. And it's either the West End or the marketplace. Yeah. The West End's easy to remember. Just remember it's by the Cirque du Soleil um, uh, permanent area, which, by the way, there's no Cirque du Soleil show right now. It's kind of in flux. So we'll, we'll get into that. So as Colin said, it is a lot of shopping. It is ba- It basically is like a giant mall with great restaurants. So we're going to start with best places to shop. I'll start this off because I'm the one that shops a lot there. Uh, the World of Disney. Now this is, I think it still is, the world's largest Disney store. I've read that. They recently remodeled it. Um, you know, Disney stores, the retail division, they, re- they redo their stores every like seven years or something. This store just got renovated. It completed, I think, earlier or like late last year, right before Christmas. It is beautiful. It is giant. If you need mugs or hats or ears or T-shirts, Star Wars, Marvel, the, the Fab Five, you're going to find it there. It's just a giant store. Yeah, they've got everything. I mean, luggage, artwork, um, Cups and plates and silverware and yeah, anything you could possibly want. They and, have it. And look around. There's a lot of magic around uh, uh, around World of Disney. Some small touches. They have like a magic paint wall. So it is – take your time and walk through and notice the little details. Uh, you know, especially – you know, Disney's all about the details, the hidden Mickeys, just the imagineering touches. And, 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 and that's true for 
uh, the world of Disney too. It's just it, I usually go there immediately upon our arrival or upon our first visit to Disney Springs. Next, Colin spends a lot of time in this store, Uniqlo. Yeah, so this is a chain, so it's not necessarily specific to Disney Springs by any means, but there's not a lot of them in the U.S., which mm-hmm. is why I put it on the list, because a lot of the other stores are huge chains that you'll find at any mall, like an Anthropology or a Victoria's Secret or Under Armour. I Columbia. Mean, yeah, they're everywhere. So, I mean, sure, you can love those stores and go there. I'm just trying to pick ones that are a little more unique, hard to find, rare. So Uniqlo, if you haven't heard of it, clothing store, believe a Japanese clothing mm-hmm. store and it is massive and it's similar to like an H&M if you've never been but better yes the quality I find the quality of the clothing far superior to H&M my I, I do and they have great they team up with Disney a lot for oh, so yeah they have a huge section on the first floor that's all Disney themed stuff like t-shirts and stuff and they change it up with a lot of regularity I I love this store I'm wearing Uniqlo jeans right now this is my favorite, and like Colin said, it's giant. It's like the size of a 747. It's a, it's a great store. So Uniqlo. Lego Store is another. Yeah, maybe not so exciting for people here in, in Minneapolis-St. Paul, just because we have the Lego Store at the Mall of America. But for people from around the world, I think this is a huge one. Maybe, again, more for kids. But the um, statues from made of Legos outside are just cool to stop and look at. Yeah, they're great. Even if you're not going to buy any Legos, just take your pictures there. Yeah, they're great Instagram spots there. There's a dragon. Yeah, Maleficent as a dragon. Um, BB-8. There was a BB-8 for a while. I think that's gone, though. Woody and Buzz. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So there's a lot. So Lego Store is good. Also, there's some Disney. There's other Disney uh, shops other than World of Disney. There's like the, the Art of Disney is one of your favorites to go look for that. like prints. Yeah, prints and hand drawn things and posters from um, attractions and such. There's a special Star Wars store. There's a Marvel store too. But th- there's there's a lot of repetition. I wish Disney had. I this is the one thing that I wish Disney would do more of is making their stores not so repetitive that there is special merchandise in some of these. There's a lot of repetitive merchandise, but um, there's a special Star Wars store too by the Starbucks and stuff, uh, by the uh, hot air balloon that we'll get to in a little bit. Okay, this is going to be Colin's main. I'm going to basically turn this over to Colin because he's in the restaurant business. He does restaurant marketing uh, for his real job. But there's a lot of, other than shopping, uh, this is where food comes alive. This is where you're going to find some of the best restaurants at uh, Walt Disney World. So here are some of our favorites. Yeah, so again, this is highly subject to your taste profile and such. But some of our favorites, we've talked about it before, the Boathouse. Mm. Mm. We could do a, a whole episode on the on the Boathouse. Yeah. We're a little we're a little biased because uh, the Steve. Steve who created the concept. He also created the concept for Rainforest Cafe and T Rex. He's based here in Minneapolis. We love Steve. We saw him a couple days ago, a couple weeks ago. But this is great. It's like a, well, it's a boathouse themed. It's a nautical theme. Yep. With seafood, they've got burgers and steaks and stuff too. But I mean, we go for the seafood. And the raw bar. Yep. We sit at the bar. Get your oysters and your shrimp and your pokes and your ceviches. And oh, it's so good. Um, And Colin, literally, his whole face changes when we talk about the martinis there. You you always get a martini. They make good martinis yeah. at there. Yeah. Diana makes a good one. No, she does. And then just, yeah, the raw bar is my favorite. I just, that feels like vacation to me. And they have, the the place is ginormous. Yeah, I was just to say, it's huge. It's deceiving so, in the front. Yeah, so it can be tough to get a reservation during like peak times when you maybe want to eat. But fairy tip, do what we do. Um, we go to the bar. 
there's always spots at the bar, especially if it's just two of you. Hang out for a little bit. You'll find something. There's the bar inside, and then they also have the bar out on the deck floating on the lake, which I think is perfect on a nice warm day. Sit outside. Enjoy the breeze, the warm weather. They have the Amphicars cars too, the cars that are boats. Uh, we'll get to that a little bit later. So the boathouse we love. Next. Um, this is a new one. We haven't been yet because I think it just opened. It just opened, yeah. Um, Jaleo by Jose Andres. So this is like Spanish tapas. I can't wait. He's got a couple other ones around the country. Um, we were just in Vegas. There's one Venetian. there. Yep. Uh, no, I want to say the Cosmopolitan. Was it? I can't remember. Okay. Anyway, um, I have not been to this place yet, so I... I'm excited for it, though, because I love tapas. I love small plate sharing and very excited for this one. Next? Um, Morimoto's. Okay. Iron Chef Morimoto. It's great. Asian food. Um, you can sit at the bar and do and eat there if you can't get in. Another one, tough another, one. To another ting tip, yeah. But it's beautiful inside. <gasps> Two stories. Great big ribbon. Um, staircase running around. That's super cool. A continuous white ribbon that yeah. goes all the way up. The ho- You'll see what we mean when you go in You there. had the, I think it's off the menu now, but with the lobster chow fun. That's off the menu. Yeah. I loved that thing. But I've. it's just the atmosphere is cool. They have a secret sushi bar yeah. too. So I was just going to say they've got this outside on the patio. They have like the street food so you can get like a quick grab and go. Or there is the hidden sushi bar. It's not super hidden, but um, it's a separate entrance. So. Yeah, check that out. Morimoto's really good, really, really good. Next, um, Homecoming by Chef Art Smith. Oprah's old chef. Yes, this is Southern comfort food. Yeah, period. End of sentence. Now, I cannot. I I gotta put. All, I gotta take off my bias hat. We had a bad experience there. I think because you overate. Uh, that's what <laughs> I was just gonna say. I need to go back. We took our friends and we overate, and it kind of ruined our. Our view of it, but I I have not talked to a single person who's had a bad experience there. Yeah, everyone really loves it. Yeah, uh, my boss here at the radio station, Dan Seaman, loves it. So I think we got to go back and give it another chance. Absolutely, it's uber popular. Next, um, so this is one another one that I haven't been to yet. I've been to like its sister restaurant, but it looks fantastic, and I love good Italian, and it's hard to find. I think down there. Um, Enzo's Hideaway. So this is tucked under the stairs. So there's two concepts. There's Maria and Enzo's, which is like on the main walkway. And then down underneath, it's a very small, long, skinny restaurant is Enzo's Hideaway. So Italian um, craft cocktails look super great. Again, haven't been yet, so I can't say, but I'm really super excited to try it. Edison, what's that, Kyle? Edison, it's themed like 1920s. Um, It's huge. They've got like an upstairs, a Giant. downstairs. They've got like um, acrobat acrobat artists in there that do like swing from trapeze and um, people on stilts and there are, li- it's a, live it's, music. And it's a show kind of restaurant. And it's a, la- a great late night scene too. Yes, if very much so. We are not into clubbing, but if you are, Edison is the place to go, adults. That's, I should say, because we are for adults. That is, if you are young, hot, and attractive- Y'all go to Edison's because that's a late night joint right there. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, there's, we, there's tons of other restaurants. And like I said, it all depends on your taste and what you're looking for. Um, some of them are more chains, so I didn't want to include those because you can go to them anywhere. Like House of Blues is there, um, STK, Rainforest Cafe, T-Rex. You know, those are chains that you can 
check out other places too. Uh, Paddlefish is one that we used to love when it was um, the old concept. Fulton's Crab House. Loved it. And they changed it to Paddlefish. Again, we had probably one of the worst dining experiences we've ever had in Walt Disney World. Yeah, that was a rough one. It was awful. Like, so awful that I wrote to them. I tweeted them. We told the manager. It was I have no ambition to ever go back. It yeah. was so bad. Unfortunately. Yeah. Because it uh, looks cool because it's an old riverboat parked right there, but mm-hmm. it was just not great. No. Uh, now let's move to quick serve. Um, one of my favorites, mm-hmm. the Polite Pig. You love that. Yeah. It's um, kind of barbecue. It's great. Quick serve. Um, there's a bar there as well, so you can just sit at the bar if you want. But great menu, great selection. And it's nice to not always have to make a reservation and go somewhere and sit down. It's like I'm walking by. It's like, you know what? I can wait 20 minutes in line. It'll be busy. Don't get me wrong. But it's meant to burn and turn. So check it out if you love barbecue especially. Yeah, it's good just comfort food. If if you've walked off all those calories all day, you need some comfort food, southern comfort food, go there. Yeah, I think I had like brisket and coleslaw and cornbread. Delish. Deluxe? Deluxe burgers. Um, Mm. Yeah, this is another popular one. Again, you can order a lot of these quick serve ones on your phone too through mobile ordering on the Disney app. Mm-hmm. Keep that in mind. But burger place, unique combinations, unique burgers. Um, again, if you're looking for something that's you know different than just your Disney quick serve burger, this is going to be a little fancier. Check this one out. They also have a secret menu too. Um, you can find out about that. Just Google secret menu at the Deluxe. I think they have secret fries and stuff. Mm. So yeah, secret menu. You know, you mentioned Maria and Enzo. Yeah. So there is a sit down restaurant for Maria and Enzo's as well, but they have um, a quick serve kind of little counter deli counter, and you can get like pizza by the slice and that kind of stuff. So that's what I did. Get a huge slice of New York pizza. It was, was it good? You ate? I didn't. Yeah. Well, you know, when you're drunk and hungry, mm-hmm. there's nothing better than a giant slice of pizza. And he was both drunk. And hungry that night. I was hangry. You were actually hangry. Mm -hmm. Nobody else in our party was hungry, and Colin was not just hungry. He was hangry. Yeah, check that one out. Let's move to entertainment. A lot of live music. Again, if you you know, we're for adults. This this whole thing is for adults. Lots of live music, right, Kyle? Yeah, House of Blues is probably the biggest one and most famous one, um, both inside and outside. So inside, that's going to be like ticketed event. You know, they get some pretty big, decent acts, and the lines can get long, long, but... um, that's a that's the big flagship one I think for live music. I mentioned this earlier in conjunction with the boathouse. Um, right next to the boathouse, connected to it, is the Amfa cars. What are these, Kyle? Um, so these are cars, so they can drive around land. That also you drive them into the lake, and then they turn into a boat. Yeah, they're cool. Yeah, they're cool. Thanks, Steve. Our buddy Steve was the one. Disney. He told us a little fun fact. Disney wasn't sure about this. He, they're like, okay. And and Steve put one in the water, and the Disney executives were like, okay, where do we sign? Yep. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm simplifying that story. But, Kyle, what's the void? So the void so cool. is super cool. This is over closer to the marketplace end of Disney Springs, is a virtual reality experience that they have. I think it may change out, but right now it's Star Wars. Yeah. And we went there, and it was I had my doubts because, you know, we're still in the infancy of virtual reality. They do this very well. Yeah. So you're a stormtrooper that's breaking into Darth Vader's fortress, I think, to get secret plans or something. On Mustafar, the yeah. lava planet of Mustafar. Yeah. And so it's cool. You look around at your group and your stormtroopers and you've got tasks like you have to, you know, shoot the droid army and you have to punch in a code to get the door to open. And it's cool cool and so much so that our my mom was with us 
and you have to walk out across this very thin plank from one end to another over lava over lava and she wouldn't do it she goes i can't there's lava down there and i said mom you're in a big empty warehouse you know there's not lava kyle was in front of her and saying this i was behind her and she was preventing me from crossing and i was moments away from a stormtrooper killing me or someone else i pushed her right over i pushed her through the <laughs> pushed her off the bridge anyway it's fun the void bowling alley splitsville yeah, so there's memory lanes at Splitsville there. I mean, just your typical bowling alley. But it's if you're fun. looking for something to do, um, you know, besides going to a park, maybe you need a break. This is something fun. Now, AMC has a giant theater. They have a dine, like dine and watch. They have two kind of yeah, concepts. Yeah, they have two concepts. So the one is a, your traditional movie theater. That's closer to the West End. And then in between the parking ramps, there's the dine-in theater where you actually get like a full meal that you sit down at your table and watch the movie. Yeah, and... We went to see Mary Poppins Returns to, in the main theater, and I would recommend the Dolby Theater. It's such a great experience. It's Dolby Atmos surround, comfortable seats. It's the ultimate movie-going experience, and they have one of these auditoriums at the AMC Theater at Hollywood Springs. The balloon ride, the hot air balloon. I've been begging Jason to do this with me for seven years. Hell no. He's afraid of heights, and he won't do it. It, you, it, everyone says it's fun. I mm-hmm. have never done it because no one will go with me. I am so afraid that I'm just going to crash. I believe ground. it's $20 a person, and you go up on this you know, little balloon ride. It is tethered down like on a pulley, so you're not going to float away. It doesn't matter. But you go up in the air, and you can see for miles, and it looks super fun. So That's what the wizard thought, and look what happened to him. He, that was a dream. Yeah. Uh, so there's that. If you like heights and hot air balloons, there's it is a beautiful view. You get it's it, you can't miss it. It's one of the kind of tra- a, land a trademarks. So. Yeah, right in the middle. NBA experience is opening soon. I mean, mm. you can tell. I mean, do you think we're going to be talking about the NBA experience? <laughs> Just kind of think about that for a second. So, as Ariana Grande Latte says, thank you. Next, uh, Cirque du Soleil. You heard me mention a little bit ago. There is a permanent structure at the west end of Disney Springs. They used to have a Cirque du Soleil show. That closed last year. I think it was La Nuba. Yeah. I'm glad you remember. Um, I always tell Colin, all Cirque du Soleil shows, to me, start to look the same. There's only so many ways you can bend the human body. But anyway, the rumor is, and we've heard this from a cast member, and we heard this from a well-educated, oh no, it was a cast member in a minivan. So he was a Disney cast member. He said the rumor on the street is, that they're working on a Disney-themed Cirque du Soleil show. Yeah, I just was reading an article that said that they've seen casting calls out um, for auditions that were supposed to be in March for a performance that was supposed to start in September of 2019. But there is no confirmation. There's no information. There's nothing. There's nothing out there. So they won't even announce. They won't confirm. They won't anything. But the, the word on the street is that they are casting for this Disney-esque Cirque-esque show. It might not be a Cirque show, and it might not be directly related to Disney, but it will be themed, and it will be a performance show of some kind. Yeah. Uh, the, which, hello, makes sense. Yeah. It's like, why Why didn't they have a Michael Jackson show? They have a Beatles show. Why not do a Disney show? So, there we go. Girl, we, we, we covered Disney Springs. Yeah, there's a lot to do, and there's a lot we didn't get to. There's other tons of other restaurants, tons of other shops, tons of other places for live music, so... We have a, uh, every week we have to do a show, so we have plenty of to talk about for the rest of our lives. So that's going to do it, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget, spread the word. Share us with your friends. If you're a cast member, we love to hear from you too. You can find us on social media as well Instagram and Facebook to search for Two Fairy Godfathers. We love a follow. And thanks for all those good reviews as well on Apple Podcasts. 
Spotify, and Podcast One. We appreciate all the comments. The easiest way to get a hold of us is actually Instagram or Facebook. Send us a direct message. Who knows your questions could end up on a future episode. But for right now, have a magical week, my friends. Bye, everybody. Bye.